listen dad bod rap pod dad bod rap pod it's the dad bod rap pod i am dem one aka damon carter struggle rap artur i am joined by the mighty mighty nate leblanc what's up world and the man the myth the legend himself david ma good to be here guys good to be here so we're here um you know in a particular phase of life, I think, um, there comes a time in every man's life where you're like, fuck, man, I kind of have to do some, like, health-type shit. Um, and we talked at one of these episodes, we talked about health and, like, lentils and dead prez and stuff. <laughs> and we it, oh, we were talking about, is hip-hop bad for your health? Is hip-hop right. bad for we your health? We were kind of like, no, but touring is, I think, <laughs> is where we ended up. Right. But we're not touring, so what's no, our problem? We are, we are definitely not touring. <laughs> Then why do my feet hurt? It's weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> have, have you toured? Did you ever tour? Um, not in a real like regional. Man, super duper regional. Yeah. Like car trip, sleeping on someone's couch. Yeah, touring. I've always wanted to tour. I've never been good enough at anything to like for <laughs> anyone to book me on a tour. But yeah, I, there was a time where like we were young and we had our little DJ art collective, and we were like. How do we get a, oh, a totally. tour? Like, how do we get a van? How do we get to right, right. go eat shitty food and, like, be playing to six people? Like, I would have loved to have done yeah. that when I was younger because yeah. it's definitely not happening now. Definitely. Oh, absolutely not. I need a bed. My writer has. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need a bed. I'm not eating ramen. I need high-quality food spots. But, see, maybe maybe that's our problem. Right. We were young and lean. I know. And, and into the culture. And now I'm, like. Uh, I'm way too comfortable. <laughs> and, like, too, too into my comfort. Because you've figured some shit out, right? Yes. You know what you like. You know what you oh, don't like. Totally. Right? Totally. I, I don't eat, like sleeping right? on weird floors. I want to smoke at this time. I want to eat <laughs> yes. at this time. Yeah. I want to smoke again. Totally. Yeah. You know? <laughs> there's, there's a regimen to it. But then you kind of get to this age where, like, oh, okay, um, these are things that might lead me to die one day. Oh. Um, Those so, are things. Cigarettes. So I was kind of like, yo. I'm gonna give up meat. Like last year, I gave up the NFL. How's that going? <sighs> it's, it's, it's an interesting journey because. Did your family give up meat? My son did. Okay. So me and my son are vegetarian. So now it's like a weird. All feels all meat. All meat. Sorry. To uh, no. Like, are you still eat fish? No, I'll still eat fish. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If it, if it if it can't swim, it's not for them. Is it because fish don't have feelings? <laughs> You know what? Where's the line? I don't get it. Be, because, because I'm an omnivore, just for because I, I'm yes. not. Yeah. I'm yes. not that. I'm not the vegetarian that's like, oh my god, how could you kill a satiated right. being? And I'm more like, beef stays with me for like a week. Right. Like okay. I, I just, I it's need to get the shit out my colon. Okay. Yeah, yes. like, okay. okay. Yeah, it's it's more it's more like my body An intake can't, thing Sweet can't intake. process the shit no more. Got it. Hey, youngsters, <laughs> this is what happens. Um, so <laughs> I I kind of gave it up. Um, and it's been about two months, and like I survived being a vegetarian. You kept it up for two months, no slips. Yeah, of actual. Well, the other thing is, if I eat two months is a long time. It I is. feel like I'll like vomit it immediately or something. Like, yeah, I, I've heard that. This like, sort of visceral reaction. You know. I kind of lost, in a way, lost the taste for it. Yeah, like, yeah, that's um, probably good. But you know, it does make you kind of reevaluate your relationship with food. And I'm like, mm. right now, I'm not eating the absolute tastiest shit that i could eat right mm. um that's to me that's what it's about it's about going there are things tastier than this than what i'm eating right now yeah. and i'm okay with that. any meat <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding um, um lentils I, prepared right i have a lot of friends who are former vegetarians and i like weathered like traveling with them and like mm. go like i there's a particular trip to mexico me and my friends took we we're kind of like in between backpacking and hostel and like hotel, we were kind of like mid budget, kind of budget traveling. Um, and they ate so many quesadillas, and I ate so many awesome <laughs> like meat preparations, non steaks, and like yep. tacos, yep. and like pretty much anything I wanted anytime yeah. I wanted, yep. which is pretty much my life's ethos, sadly. Especially traveling though, jeez. Yeah, no, no, I mean, it's on. a huge part of it. It gets for huge. And the vegetarian offerings are shit. Yes. Right. So right. I find queso myself, fundido, which is uh, melted cheese. They yeah, eat that. Yeah. I so try many to times. like <laughs> work around it and like let me order this kind of lightweight, not vegetarian thing. We live in an area where you have access to a lot of good right. Absolutely. vegetarian totally. food. Absolutely. Um, actually, um, this is a little bit too local for the podcast audience, but just real quick, Golden Bamboo in Evergreen in the uh, oh yeah I've seen White that. and Aborn Shopping Center okay. uh, where the McDonald's is okay. 
fantastic. Mm, okay. I had a mango okay. salad with glass noodles that I'm still thinking about and some mm. egg rolls that are like wrapped in fried rice noodles that I'm still oh, thinking yeah, about. Oh, of course. And mm. kind of good, straightforward Vietnamese vegetarian food with good fake meats if you're into that. Okay. If you're not, there's plenty of ways to go, but that place is good. I ate there on Saturday. Okay. 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 And okay. I, I actually Shout out. just came from uh, from Good Karma. Uh, Shout to Good Karma. Yeah. Love Good Karma. Um, so I'm I'm killed up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're killed up. You, you took up running. You were saying you're doing a little. I'm job. trying, man. So basically, my kind of health ordeal is um, we used to have a weekly basketball game. It actually used to be a yes. twice weekly basketball right. game. What? Uh, Dave yeah. has, has magic in his veins. He's actually a really good basketball player. He would what? not want me talking about <laughs> this, on, but yeah. he's like clearly the best guy in our game. We have a short person game. Okay, okay. If you're like five eleven, you're getting to be a little too yeah. tall to play yeah. with us. Gotcha. Um, so we play at this court by Dave's parents house because that's when we started playing right. when dave lived with his parents um and we used to play religiously once a week so that was my exercise gotcha. so i i always used to do this like very strenuous like fun we have this whole culture to it right, right. people we know who like we played with over the years and it was like a, a big part of my life and then once that kind of went away because we all got real jobs day jobs like mm-hmm. life got in the way um i just I started gaining weight, dude. I'm like a total hedonist. I love to eat. Like dude, food, who is, food is a huge part of my life and like exploring new restaurants and like all that stuff. So, and then when Donald Trump got elected, I just like, Emotionally. I said, fuck <laughs> it, dude. Yeah. Ate your feelings. I, I ate yeah. like it, my uh, feelings must be like a four by four from <laughs> in and out burger because I gained a lot of weight. And I was basically, I just took the brakes off. I was just like, yeah, do whatever you want. And just we're all see what die. happens. Because yeah. we're all going to die. There was a time die. when like, I literally yeah. thought, they're testing North Korean missiles to mm-hmm. see if they can hit the mm-hmm. West Coast. Like, right. eat the cheesecake. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, And that was my attitude. And it was kind of a bad attitude. And I'm kind of like, I've kind of, I'm coming out of that now. Sure. The, the malaise of that and trying not to let it affect me so much. But, yeah, we started cooking at home more, grocery right. shopping more. Right. I've been coming home for lunch, which is saving me a lot of money nice. and like getting nice. helping me get my kind of fitness goals going. And yes, I've been running a little bit. I alluded to it on the last show. I can run for the length of Daytona, nice. <laughs> not the 500, <laughs> the Pusha T album. Uh, so I'm, I'm pretty I thought you meant the Ghostface song. <laughs> Dude, honestly, the first couple of days, yes. Uh, so yeah. I've been pretty out of shape and I've been trying to get back to it. And it's kind of coincided with a whole like. Get your shit together. Do your dishes. Vacuum every once in a while. Like uh, what what the kids call adulting. Yeah, like I just I kind of got back on my shit. Don't do it. Don't grow up, kids. Do not grow up. (laughs) Take it from Dave. So are you still shooting? I I have not for a minute, as you can tell. My T-shirts. I put them on, and I'm like, what is this? A European cut? (laughs) (laughs) The kids call it medium. Medium. No, I mean with me, it's like smoking and drinking is like just okay. I know it's terrible. You make cigarette runs. (laughs) Run for no. Every time I buy a pack of cigarettes, I hate myself. You okay. know what I mean? Okay. But, you know, we just had a cigarette, bro. Let's break, you know? You did. <laughs> <laughs> we watched. Thank you, Nate. Dave, no. Dave is like, I'm Asian. I'm going to live till I'm 90. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Um, yeah, so speaking of, of elder statesmen in the game, um, there is examples in the rap game that show us that you can be older and you can be great. Right. Um, and we are, of course, talking about the enormously amazing black thought who dropped streams of conscious streams of thought streams of thought yeah which yeah. is i guess is a collection so i mean he has a few other that are going to be coming out yeah and i and i and i hear relatively soon so i cannot wait for that nice so yeah so this is the five song joint um all produced by knife wonder yeah. coming on the heels of that epic 10 minute uh, freestyle 10 minute freestyle which in my rap nerdery, my first pass through the Black Thought joint was to be like, let me see if I recognize any of these bars <laughs> right. from totally. the Flex Freestyle. Totally. And I know. Not re- he said he, on one part he goes, I'm kind of doing an incredible job, which I don't think he said on Flex, but I think he said on Jimmy Fallon. Once. Okay. And that's about okay. it. Okay. Like just, all the other fly shit. It's just funny, though, because he, he is. Yeah, so you can kind of say that at any time, and it <laughs> right. would be true. Totally, he could have he could have said that from organics, totally, and it would still yeah. be true. Totally, no, he, he and, and, his, and you know how he weaves all these like references, and they're and they're not contrived. It's like how he frames the bars are yeah. just perfect. It's so you can smart. tell he knows what he's talking about. Yes, you know he's not yeah. like you know this rapper who's talking who's naming philosophers. You know, just to do right. it. Yeah. yeah, just to do yes. it. Yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, it the whole name. You know, the whole name dropping thing i think he just cornered the market on it 
Yeah, but right. I mean, but like again, like he frames it. You know, when well, he talks, when he's talking about right? Nicolene Thomas, yes. he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. He's sure. just, you know, he's not just name dropping. I'm gonna butcher sure. this person's name, but when he rhymes Kim and Kanye yes. with that Tozaki Shanje. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my that god. Blew my mind. Totally. 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 And he, and Who's that African po- po- laureate? Yeah. And so it's kind of like he um, or Cecil B. DeMille. Like, like you right. never hear that in a rap. And so, right. I think he's old enough to know who Cecil B. DeMille totally. is, and young and like young and vital enough to blow a yeah. young person's mind with it. With with that line, yeah. or or before they clap, Franz Ferdinand. Oh right, uh, totally. Uh, it's a it's a historical reference and right. also a fun word. Totally. totally. So part of rap, pretty decent uh, indie rock band from the early two thousands. <laughs> that's as well. right. That's uh, right. Domino Records. Yeah. What was I, their one their one song? I used uh, to play it. At I know dances. exactly what you're talking yeah. about. I don't remember the name of the song. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad we had a chance to do our Franz Ferdinand uh, breakdown, but. Uh, vocabulary is kind of an underrated part of the rap game. Not for me. Yeah, not for me. <laughs> but, uh, so but you have, but he's being very like deter, uh, like uh, purposeful with intentional. it. Intentional. Yeah. Very, very intentional about it, and also um, kind of staking his his claim on it. I think, right? Uh, in terms of of names, mm-hmm. of like literal names. So. Now, if somebody, I thought about this today. If somebody else were to try to do that, it would just be like, totally. Nah, man, come that's on, thought, man. Yeah, you you kind of can't right. can't do that. But what it does is it opens up new realms of rhyme structure when you bring in oh, totally. France Ferdinand. Like, right, he right. went from Birmingham right. to Ferdinand. Right, right. And if you're kind of stuck in Burning the, Man, Birmingham. Oh, come on, it, dude. It's it's this amazing kind of way that he delivers it, but. Sharia so law, my Sharia more. Sorry to cut you off, yeah. but oh Jesus. God. I mean, and so crazy. he's kind of making that like that's his thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, it's, and it's newer, right? What a thing to pull off, though. Yeah. You know? I, I like that as a thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> to be really good. Be the most brilliant guy who knows everything <laughs> and puts it together perfectly. It's right. a pretty good lane. Let's go back, though. Yeah. Like, Black Thought has been in the game forever. Most, most people, I think, who kind of the 10 million views of his 10 minute freestyle probably came from a lot of Jimmy Fallon fans and right. just kind of like rap hangers on and new mm-hmm. people to the game. But right. for us, black thought being an incredible rapper is nothing new. Right. right. Um, he was always incredibly solid. I would, think his, right, his, right. his emergence right now is this almost like somebody, you know, like a 15 year vet, all of a sudden putting up 35 totally, again. Totally. Totally. And you're like, we always knew you. Right. Right. There was never a time kinda, where you're like, he was whack. But there's a level of of spectacularness. And I wonder if it's somewhat due, and I don't want to take anything away from what he's doing. I think it's incredible, but it's like it's uh, kind of a devolution in lyricism that when you compare him to, like, let's just say a. ASAP. Sure. Great, great one. Like compared to ASAP Rocky, he's. A genius, sure. Right? So you mean like, like of the moments? Yeah. So ASAP Rocky's one of the biggest rappers mm-hmm. right now. I I couldn't get through his new record. I didn't. It's think his it was worst very record. Good. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't think there were many standout moments, and the rapping is not good. Totally. It's lazy, totally. and it right. just it's not well written. Right. It's all about style and mm-hmm. not substance. Black Thought is stu- substance, 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 and raps. You know. Well, but I think he's he's established himself over the years as this guy um, that goes with a particular texture, and that's the sonic world created by the roots right sure. mm-hmm. and so i think for a long time it was really hard to separate yeah yeah him from that sound and evaluate him yeah. in as that. an mc by himself and i think you kind of get in the public consciousness one genius per group and people chose quest love right yeah. right so yeah. there was a, the, in a weird way he was kind of in the shadow yeah. of and his that was my question Did, was he overshadowed yeah. all this in time? in that npr Perhaps. uh in that npr interview recently he said like oh you know when i first started out like we were lugging cellos around and i was like i sh- maybe should just have a dj because he felt <laughs> like he kind of you know it sort of detracted and i think yeah. there's an element of that too you know yeah, he absolutely. didn't he didn't want to ball, uh, hog the ball yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely stayed within the the pocket. Wrote some great songs, yes. which I don't think he probably gets enough credit for um, in terms of, of of the Roots catalog. But now it's almost like he's free, right? Like he's totally. liberated totally. now that the Roots aren't so much of a recording powerhouse mm-hmm. anymore. He's kind of free. And, and what they really were were like road warriors. Yeah, totally. They, they toured so hard right. for so right. long. Yeah. Right. 
um, to get to where they were. I mean, they started out as street musicians in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. They had mm-hmm. their time in the UK. Mm-hmm. That's where Organics comes right, in, right. Uh, which is, is not a great record, but sounds good. Like now that you can now you know them. it in, mm-hmm. yeah. in everything. And then I think they came out with a straight up masterpiece, which is yeah. Do You Want More? Yeah. And he has that like kind of like jazz rap but um, thing I, where he's like imitating the instruments and they're, right. they're mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. scatting yes. with each other yeah. and stuff. And, um, and then Illadelphia's great yeah. and they kind of went to more produced beats mm-hmm. and then they have what I think a lot of people would consider I certainly do another masterpiece which is Things Fall Things Apart Things Fall Apart and then I kind of lost the thread then it's just bit. here and there yeah. it's kind of you know? it's kind of yeah. it's kind of hit or miss it's spotty from yeah. then on until now but yeah. I, I want to I and wanna... that's the roots not Black Thought right. but you can, I, it's hard to separate as you're saying I'm kind of speaking to your right, point right. it's like they're a group, so you have to judge it on the whole deal. And it's just yeah, so together. astounding. I mean, like, MCs obviously have a very short shelf life, right? It's always, you know, right. Nas has two years. It's you like know? thought that they're I mean, supposed people, to. You right, know totally. Mean? You know, yeah, and it's so rap, rappers and porn LeBron stars. shouldn't be scoring 50 in his 15th in, in year. In his 50s, right? You know? Yeah, but but I do want to I want to flag something for, for those who listened last week to last week's program, and it's this idea of, I think, thought's greatness um, – is a byproduct of being such a tremendous tour artist. And so when I hear him, and you hear him rap for 10 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the guys that we would consider our, our faves would have a hard time even just holding the breath. Sure. So for there's 10 minutes. There's, for an 10 minutes. there's an element of and, a- athleticism, is your, what you're saying. Your vocal tone will start to wear out. Like, things happen. It's hard to rap for you 10 minutes. You get hoarse. You get hoarse. Like, his technique in terms of projecting his voice Oh. Is so attuned and so honed. Totally. Um, but also, I think his impeccable timing comes from working with so many musicians. Sure, I can totally. see that. Um, I can see that. It's like muscle so memory as well. Yeah. It's you know? where he drops bars. It's where he takes right. pauses. He, to me, is almost like a second drummer mm. in that mm. where his words hit. It has yeah. this kind yeah, of totally. bounce and movement, kind of mm-hmm. almost like uh, some early JD stuff. Inter- or Jay Dilla stuff, yeah. In terms of uh, the use of negative space, right, and right. How he bounces totally. around and back. Totally. So I, uh, I think the touring element is what, after logging ten thousand hours on tour, um, way I more, think he's yes, I agree. Right. Yeah, I he's think he's in a stratosphere that to other fellow podcaster Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> <laughs> he's so well trained, <laughs> though. I mean. He's they so well trained him. on the uh, yeah I know I know it's, it's a huge regret that we didn't take a picture I mean when are me Nate and Malcolm Gladwell going to be in a room anyways damn um yeah I mean even on that flex freestyle I mean he didn't start sweating till like minute eight I know. you know it's I started sweating <laughs> minute two keep this up I, I want to say this before we move on I. I can't think of this stuff about his dynamics and the percussive nature of his rhyming without talking about this time. I saw them on the um, tour for Things Fall Apart, mm. and you know that um, step into the realm yeah. where it, things get quiet, mm-hmm. and he's like so like there's no other term for it like band leading. Mm-hmm. Like he he would crouch down as everything got quieter, and mm. like you know, playing the drums quiet is hard, yeah. right? Playing yeah, the right. bass quiet is hard. Like right. the, the where they were as a band at that point, and this is. 20 years ago now right was incredible they were so well honed and like just as a unit with him as the front person they had complete command of the room com- complete command of the breath they were using dynamics in a way that only mm-hmm. a band can right it's right. like this kind of like um just so live approach and so that, that's it, yeah. that's 20 years ago he's gotten better since right then. We, yeah where most people that would have been their pinnacle totally well 100 i mean especially with rappers yes. you know but i mean yeah. so i guess i guess this begs the question i mean is he now top five having ha- having so now have there's there's a an ep absolute goat there's right there's a, <laughs> a number of people who are like oh Find fuck someone it, it's better over. well yeah, right it's, now it's, it's hard to argue you know in terms of raw rhyming and and like we, uh, Dave and I were talking about this um, kind of offline. It's like the the his actual ability to rhyme words is the best since Biggie. It's like finding these interesting rhymes mm-hmm. and just like th- it's it sounds kind of almost dumb to say, but like part of emceeing is rhyming the words. Totally. And other people have to use like enjambment or like mm-hmm. change syllables mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. pick out weird things or say right. it in a weird way right. to make it rhyme. Right. You never hear that. With oh him. no, no, he does that. On on the block. No, I mean he has he has savage, sure. but even when he does it, he makes it, it work. Yeah, it doesn't seem forced. Amazing yeah. way that's not. That's it doesn't not forced. seem forced. Right. Yeah, no, the yeah. biggie comparison I think is spot on in terms of here's a guy that changes the rhyme scheme every two bars. Right. Just, and you know, just about now that he's a little bit older, a little bit more husky with the beard and like yes. the gowns, it's yes. just so fitting. 
It's like yeah. the right? full, like the the hat, the sunglasses. Yeah. He's rapping like, about a you know a tilted crown. Yeah, it's like fitting. It's he so looks fitting. like Pharaoh Sanders. Or totally like jazz cat. Right, but, but he's, he's one like, of he's one of these guys, right? Like he is the great jazz man who's mastered his instrument. Monk, right, monk with the pork pie yeah. hat. Yeah, totally. He just kind of sits down, yeah. does his thing, and I think this album is, or if you want to call it album, five song project is that it's like a great jazz man albums are seven now <laughs> <laughs> shout out to good music if you know um, you know dude fi- yeah the maxi single he just released <laughs> um it's 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 kind of like when they would cut those old jazz records and they'd just be like we have charlie parker in here right. for two days yeah. and we're just gonna have him blow down on some he's like a seasoned studio musician yeah yeah, yeah. and he just came in and, and, and he carries himself but like instrument it. is like the most incredible like thoughtful rhymes totally yeah. so that that like sets him apart from everyone totally. like, and who, em, embo- with embodies his name now more it's just yeah. it's just such a perfect sort of but, juncture but it's it's this amazing juggling of um of for lack of a better term rapidy rap yeah <laughs> he's doing rapidy rap he is yeah. but he injects meaning in such totally. a way that it keeps you going more mm-hmm. than the average mm-hmm. rapidy rap would so totally. you feel like you're hearing about oh we're talking about the streets right and pan-africanism right but now we're jumping right. back to my credit card yeah we're, but like we're, the song's not about any of those nope. things his songs are about rapping yeah. right his yeah. songs are about like how well he can rap and how other people can't rap so good. Yeah. But it's just like he, the way he says it is fucking brilliant and entertaining. Totally. And it changes constantly, yeah. I think, is like the kind of underestimated element of and it. And you, mm-hmm. you never know where it's coming right, from. So, right. so Dell, in our Dell interview, which was a couple episodes ago, you should totally check it out if you haven't already, he talked about um, kind of post No Need for Alarm, um, the kind of death of rapidy rap mm-hmm, and rapping mm-hmm. about rap and how that yeah. had kind of reached. Uh, a certain point and i think and he placed it with the juice crew he yeah thought, he thought that was as much as yeah. you could rap about rap and people could actually understand you yeah like, he, i disagree right. i i, I thought go, it went further than I, that i go yeah. me about too, 10 me years too. For totally i mean he yeah. stopped at big daddy kane come on right yeah <laughs> <laughs> but which, which would exclude him right and which now that i'm thinking about it, that doesn't make any sense totally right totally. but but i i think maybe what he meant is at the forefront of the game yeah, well, I, I will. Say, I think it was couched in this term where he said, kind of like the hood didn't like Deltron or didn't yeah, like Deltron. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he took it as far as he could, and his like people around him were, right. were like took it as mm-hmm. they did. There was a point they could go to with them, and then they couldn't go any right, further. Right. I'm right. like a you know more abstract rap fan than that. Yeah. Sure, sure. And but thought was never there, right? right? Like he's been. I wouldn't call what he's doing abstract at all. Right? No, it's straightforward right. fucking battle rap that's so high level. High level. Complete. It's high art, dude. And yeah. I mean, you don't the takeaway isn't that he sounds smart. The takeaway that is that he is smart. Yeah. Right. You just listen that's to this intelligent a very dude. important distinction where right. we're, well kind of read. The, the backpack stuff that we talk about constantly exactly. that we kind of grew up with, they sound smart. Right. Right. We don't know if they totally, are or not. Yeah. They didn't have enough of a career for us to kind of parse totally, this and see. Yeah. But that's that's a that's really important. Yeah, no, the the references are dropped in such a way that you know exactly. that he knows what it is. Right. And it's not just something that sounds fly, mm-hmm. which as a rapper, sometimes you sure. Can. If sure. I'd have beat him to Cecil B. DeMille, I'd have said that shit. I'd never seen one of those movies. Right. But it it gives it this texture and interestingness that um allow you to kind of engage with it more than you would a root song. It's kind of this this ninth wonder joint, and we can talk a little bit about the projection. We should. It's such a blank slate that I think it allows him to come in and just rip. Whereas I think with the roots, he's like, I'm part of a band. Yeah, I'm here to do mm-hmm. this particular mm-hmm. thing. I think he'd be the first to say like he's a band member. Right, right. He's it's important to like mm-hmm. include all of that in there. Mm-hmm. But perhaps to the to his detriment just to get back to your point about like is he has he been overshadowed by the group yeah maybe a little bit it's yeah. not black thought as the band leader of jimmy fallon it's the roots as right. the house band of jimmy right. fallon right. So. right and and quest love is is kind of the one that stands mm-hmm. out He's and it's in a million documentaries and stuff yeah. what i think is fascinating about black thought as well is that He's a complete closed book in terms of his own personal right. narrative. We talking we about his about parents. That's why that NPR interview yeah. is fascinating. It's so striking. It's the, it's yeah. the book is open. Right but now but it's open. He's like, I never put that in my right. rhymes. Right. He has this history that a lot of rappers would have mined. Oh, oh yeah, for people have for built everything. careers on much less. Yeah. you know. Yeah, and so his trauma is like he's like I, I experienced it. That's not part of totally of what I do, and that's kind of what also makes this so fascinating mm-hmm. is that there's a lane for him to do 
something else with that platform if yeah. he wanted to. But he's totally. really when he's um, talking about like his his uncles and something Donny Hathaway, No Man's an Island, but I'm a castaway. <laughs> he's about the words. So good. The guy's about the words. Uh, the Ninth Wonder production. That's it's caused a little consternation. It's an, an easy backdrop. Right, I'm not I, mad at I it. I likened it to Eminem's production. Like Ninth Wonder is a that better, is such an insult, is a better <laughs> producer than Eminem. But I think on Larry this Bird. particular, <laughs> <laughs> on this particular project, he's like, here's some beats with some open space in them, so for open. you to rip, so open. Um, yeah. the, which so is which is it's not okay. Easy to do. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's acceptable. It, it provided what we wanted, yeah. which was. Black I'm not thought. a huge fan of his. I don't. I don't. I don't love any Ninth Wonder songs that I can remember right off. Yeah, so you I, weren't a little I, brother I, guy I, at all. I, uh, okay. It's okay. Yeah, okay. I, I like some songs he did with Merce. You know, I like some yeah. remixes, but I, I don't know why his drum his drums sound like nothing. His <laughs> drums sound like they're like next door. Isn't it because, uh, especially in the beginning of his career, everything he did was in Prudy? Yes, exactly. And those dr- those drums don't hit. Totally. But now it's like 2018, dog. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wait, you get locked into a signature. Yeah, thing. I know. I mean, that um, is his signature. I mean, I thought it was really funny. This is a bit of an aside that Fruity Loops just came out for Mac. No it's, way. It's 2018. No way. Like, what are we talking about right oh, now? Like, man. how long have you guys been working on this? <laughs> it's like, we finally was, got it. Oh, it's the developers conference. We can drop a Fruity Loops for Mac. Anyway. It's, I, I didn't understand the, 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 I don't know, the thread of folks who, who don't dig Night Wonder. Night Wonder. It was interesting to see yeah. after this joint came out, people were like, oh, not that guy. Yeah. And I was like. Well, I, I, think fine. I, I think only in comparison to the sort of, you know, we just wanted to devour Black Thought. And, you and, know? You, and I think Ninth threw him the alley-oop like he was supposed. I, I really feel like he did, he didn't overproduce it. Which right, I right, right. Was like, I liked the little French sample. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, he didn't overproduce it. He gave it just enough to give Black Thought the, the canvas to do what he does. And, um, yeah, they're all kind of coffee shop-ish kind of beat tapey type of yeah. things. I'm not I against it, it. I think it's fine. I don't I'm trying to set you up for the LU, but there's another producer who he's oh, worked with. Oh man, Static Selector, dude. Yeah. Dude. yeah. Oh, that's he's right. He's done some of his best guest features totally. in the last They've couple They recorded years. three songs together and it's fantastic. That's right. I don't you know what there's some magic there. We mm-hmm. would, if they're doing volume 2, please, dude. Yeah, totally. 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 Uh, yeah, I I'd, I'd like to see like um all right, let's put it out there. What are your top 3 if there's three more chapters producers, to mm. who would you like to see him work That's with? That's a good one. Static for one. Static, okay. I'm trying to think. Um, the old Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> Chop up the soul, Kanye? Ooh. Get some get some Daytona beats for uh, for Black Thought. Oh, I'll, be, I'll put that as a legit number two. Oh, totally. Okay. That would be incredible. Total, oh my that God. would break the internet. Totally. You get nerds and like. Oh, my God. Bossip can you, can you, oh. meeting in like the yeah. fucking playlist. That's Gee, crazy. interesting. Yeah. That's a wide I'm range. Okay, Static right Selector, now. Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? Burt Bacharach? <laughs> Where do you go from there? <laughs> I wouldn't mind like an Anderson Pack or something too. Okay. Just some young fireball. Okay. You know? okay. Yeah, and who is also a percussive guy? Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, okay. I'm I'm not good at stuff like this. I'm just like I don't I, anybody. Anybody <laughs> would be good. People with beats. Yeah. Who has the good beats? <laughs> okay. Uh, you know who would actually be really interesting would be Alchemist. Oh yes, oh, yeah. that's a great uh, one. Black thought over some swampy. Yes, some hazy sort yeah. of. Illmind. Yeah. Yeah. I like Illmind. Yeah. I like. Oh yeah. Illmind is fascinating. Yeah. Um, he has a super clean style, so I think that would be interesting to hear Black Thought for sure. I'm trying to think of like what would be the 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 dark horse kind of wild card hmm. that you wouldn't think would work, but might could work. Like, yeah, I'm not saying this, but like Metro Boomin Black Thought. Okay. I'm not saying that. Right, but, right, right. But like, That's a good example though. You know, it's a sort of left field, but it would work. Yeah, you know, and I'm I'm just thinking about it because of the. Uh, Rapture episode that we discussed in a different thing, but what about if Just Blaze came out of semi-retirement and gave gave, uh, Black Thought some of that black superhero music? Potentially. Oh, over that demo in his mom's room? (laughs) You know who I'm going to throw out that I think this could actually work and it's a little left field? Swiss Beats. Oh, that'd be great. He's a it's a really percussive okay. kind of bouncy style of production. Sort of of on that tangent, too. um, uh, No ID. You know, some super soul-based samples. Do you think him and like Ninth Wonder have like burner accounts where they just roast each other? (laughs) (laughs) 
Because when I when I hear their stuff, I'm like, ooh, okay. Yes, okay. caller ID. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'll bring it back. There's been a lot of conversation where it's like, okay, thought is the goat. Let's stop talking about this. Like it's it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, agree, disagree, Nate LeBlanc. He's not mine, okay. but he certainly worked his way into the conversation. Okay. Um, I let's say this. Um, he he's operating at such a level right now if he has three or four more years like this Mm -hmm. and to me it's always projects it's not like the idea of them as an mc it's like what's your work right so i talked about the roots albums that i really like Mm -hmm. a little bit earlier in the show that puts you in the upper echelon and now to be like at a kind of advanced age Mm -hmm. killing it Mm -hmm. but i do want to say i think some people are like putting a little bit too much on that freestyle that's a freestyle it's it's not totally freestyled in the way that we're thinking right, of like sure, a sure. juice or supernatural kind of thing. Sure, it's sure. like a modern radio mm-hmm, freestyle mm-hmm. where it's some, some written stuff. It's put together extremely well. Mm-hmm. It, it, I'm going to use air quotes. You guys can't see broke the internet in like an underground rap way where if you look at the yeah. hits, it's like, it's nowhere near like a little Tay video. Totally. Or anything, totally. Totally. It, it broke, which is depressing underground <laughs> hip hop internet. And so people get, people get hyped off that shit. Yeah. I would say yeah. that was the pinnacle of this era for him. It's not going to be the release of these EPs or these okay. records I know. unless they're fucking amazing, which to me, this for one is fucking amazing, but it's also coming out in the same cycle as Daytona. Right. Same right. cycle as yay. Right. It's a little too smart for people. Totally. Frankly. Totally. Um, so I don't think it's, he's going to like, fully be able to sustain the hype that came off mm-hmm. that freestyle, mm-hmm. which was incredible. Okay. That's my it, personal it feeling. You know, yeah. I could never put him on the list because he never really had like a solo thing. Cause I do believe in having full statements, you know, but yeah. now he has this. And if he has two more killer EPs, I mean, man, you could argue he's kind of got more solo stuff than Andre. No, that's what I'm point. saying. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Right. that's the part of the reason why I can't fully say Andre is my top five. Got right. you. Even though got he, you. I enjoy him more than, uh, my top four, outcast you know, top five groups, totally easy, right. Top right. five rappers. What about what do you? What yeah. Do you uh, yeah, man, it's it's tough because you know we got into a a, a bitter debate about Will Smith and Will <laughs> for some reason. Still not quite sure what happened in the last episode. Stinging. Yeah, my bottom is a little sore, but um, for me, it's it's a two, it's always a two prong conversation. Charlie Parker's best records of his best playing are not the best records. Right. Got it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I do. Yeah. Like, you can't, it's hard to compare him to cats who came along later, had fuller albums, careers, fleshed out, right? Like, Miles so, Davis' career is better, but Charlie right. Parker changed the game. At, I, at, yeah. at different points with just the raw level of talent right. that, that he exhibited. And sure. so I always think about it this when I talk about the GOAT conversation is the aliens come down. They're like, we've been peeping y'all. <laughs> It's a battle for your planet and get your best five rappers. Like, okay. line them up. I'm like putting in their primes. Right. Like, that, is yeah, there exactly. like a no space time continuum here? Absolutely. Okay. We're so, able to dredge up your your absolute best because we're going to have in this their battle. Time, in their prime, yeah. Um, so, Will Smith. Uh, no, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> He's third team, all Earth. I'm putting just Black kidding. Thought on that first team. I don't, I can't. Sure. He, rank he, he's definitely on that first better. team. He's he's on that first team of humans who have mastered yeah. a craft. Yeah. Yeah. Songs are one thing. Sure. Okay. And I think sometimes we have to make that distinction because, you know, when you're looking at an Outcast album, that's a lot of musicians mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. producers. And there's a lot of elements that go into making a great group and a great song. Sure, and sure. Roots is another example of that. But sometimes if you're just like out on the playground, Right. Who's the coldest? You're talking right. bare bones. Yes. Who yeah. can spit? Who's the coldest? He's definitely in that top echelon. That I can't I find can't disagree with more people right. that you would put in front of him. My, now, my favorite rapper is Cool G Rap. I mean, that's like to yeah, raw that's rhyming a great one. is just like that's best, that's what I that's what I best value list rapper ever in rapping for sure. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> that, but just like when the, the way the <laughs> way he raps is That's the way good. that speaks the most to me. Um, so it, Black Thought hasn't eclipsed him for me yet. Hmm. Okay. Like, but okay. That, I know that's a weird. But when choice. I came to the party no, with no. Will Smith, I got buried. <laughs> All right, fine. No, I, I think it's. I think it's awesome. Technical levels are quite different. Yeah. No. I think <laughs> in terms of fucking speed perfect. and dexterity and yeah. storytelling and you know a number of things. But we could have that debate. Hundredth episode, uh, top five rapper. <laughs> I, 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 Cool G Rap had a record out One this year. One man leaves alive. Cool G Rap was on. Yeah. 
but uh, Rick cool, Ross's record. Early cool G this Rap year. was late years ahead of his time as well, though. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So absolutely. Dave. Hmm. The goat. I. Uh, I. It's too hard to say one, dude. So every time I, I'm asked this question, I say like, Doom, Ghostface, Biggie. You know, it's funny too because like Doom is like the nerd's black thought. It's like kind of like, yeah. It's like yeah, yeah, a lot of different. Uh, looks he gave us for over this this period totally so smart it's an interesting a similar set of criteria yeah think, totally but, but I, 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 you're just gonna meet so many people who participate in hip-hop culture who don't consider doom to be even part of the oh totally totally and totally. i think they would consider black thought and it's partly because of the fallon fame yeah uh, sure, in, sure. In, in, part, in part in the culture he looms larger. well i mean like i i you know i i love the aesthetic of the mask and stuff but a lot of people think it's dumb you know, so I mean, right. well, I, I saw a great tweet, and I wish some I'll start attributing these at some point. But somebody like was like, "We knew Doom was the goat when he was like Goonie Gugu, Looney Cuckoo, <laughs> <laughs> like Gary Gnu off New Zuru." Yeah. yeah, and it was able to get away with it. Right, right. And you know, obviously, I I kind of I'm of that mindset. Yeah. That, but like, I, you dude. can get away with anything if you like if you recover from it. Right. Like right. I've thought this since the late '90s. If you go off beat, it's fine. If right. You, you have to come back. You totally. Come back. Doom totally. is the master of that. Right. Totally. Because yeah. it's purposeful too. And then with him, I mean, he also makes these beats though, on this song that I love. So it's you know it's it's two pronged. That's as well. interesting. Dude, you think about a Doom versus not versus, but kind of like compare contrast Doom and Black Thought because when you talk about uh, this idea of their timing their relative timing and mm -hmm. these kind of like, I don't want to say canned, but they both have these really um, uh, developed approaches. Right, right. It's like they're wrapping on a grid. I would say yeah. like these structured runs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like you get yeah, on totally. these things like the, um, the the late career Doom song that we all love is That's That. Oh, yeah. With yeah. the violin sample. Totally. It's like he, oh. he goes the fuck off yeah, on that yeah. song and it's just like this torrent totally. of odd things you wouldn't think right. of going together that go together totally. perfectly. And, and imagery totally, and all totally that. Totally charming and like totally well delivered. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if that was done on Funkmaster Flex, which he would never do, right. would he be in this conversation? Um, I, I think I think Doom is always going to be a little bit inaccessible yeah, for I agree. folks. I think on Black purpose. Thought... Yeah. And, and I that, think yeah. Black... Yeah, on purpose, exactly. Right. I think Black Thought still is one of those artists like Roy Ayers, for instance, mm -hmm. who mm -hmm. never wanted to be on the super free jazz abstract end. Like, he always wanted to be like, I'm out here with the contemporaries and you can appreciate my <laughs> That's shit. That's a really good comparison. Um, I like that comparison yeah. a lot. And it's like they have, uh, what's that song where it has the drum and bass breakdown? Uh, um, you got me. You got me is yeah. like, mm. everybody loves the sunshine, right? It's yeah. Like, yeah. You've got one song right, that everybody right. knows. Yeah, and then and you've got a bunch of songs that are just great. Right. And you're you're famous. You have a career. You right. tour. You have mm -hmm. money. You're you're comfortable. But you're still part of the conversation of who's the best players. Right. That's a, yeah. I, I love that comparison. Yeah. Actually. So I think he's in he's kind of in that phase of his his career in terms of like um, he's got his thing. What he's about thing what about best rapper without sort of a an album? Um, I, I would go Jay Elect, Mike and I. <laughs> Oh wait, you're saying that never dropped an album. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, that never Sorry. dropped an album. Sorry, Mike. I know you dropped several albums. Best rapper that only has four songs. Totally. I mean, you know, <laughs> um, rapper I that gave the most dudes blue balls. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yes, but at the same time, I'm like, like kinda, he hits those marks. You kind of benefit. Songs, you benefit from not a large a large sample size. No, totally, mystique. totally. And yeah. he, and he can't be in that conversation. But I'm just saying, he hits those marks. Uh, you know, just to keep it roots, dice raw, dude. <laughs> Dice Raw's a really like oh. raw rhymer who had like brilliant moments mm -hmm, on a mm -hmm, lot of the early mm -hmm. Roots records, and it's like, where's his record? Yeah, I Dice think it's raw. interesting to note that uh, Black Thought did have a solo single and was supposed to put out an yeah. album around when they the were time beefing. of um, what's the one with the orange cover with the dude's face on it? Um, tipping coming? point. Tipping point. Thank mm -hmm. you. Um, it's called Hardware. Yeah, it's in my yeah because him and somewhere. him and. Uh, Questlove were having issues, and it was kind of like a spite record he was about yeah, to put out. Yeah, right. And then they shelved it, and he, he got he kind of got back in the group. But Probably I think it's I think it's that's not really a, a a very good song. Yeah, no, totally, okay. no. totally. And and it, it kind of for me it was like, oh okay, you're just better as part of this thing. Yeah. And yeah. at that time, that was probably the truth. Right. And I kind of feel like now um, we're at a particular moment where the rap nerdery like our our nodes can touch each other now in a different way mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. that cosmos are a little bit aligned yeah his amazingness is better able to be digested sure. 
by a by a rap public than it would have been sure, 10 years ago. Sure. I mean, but people still probably, you know, Pharamonch is unlistenable for some people still. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. technical ability. He keeps alluding to his new project being kind of like a rock project. Oh, I don't know I don't what to ha- make of that. I, I see him in punk rock jackets, dude. I want yeah. that to stop. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm super curious. <laughs> can Pharaoh Munch have a Black Thought moment? Like, who, like we need no. him to be invited up to every no. audio stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go no only because his musical journey, he's kind of gone away from that. And, and I think to your yeah. point, I could totally see him doing a rock joint. His best song off his last album was like a King Crimson uh, flip. And mm-hmm. that you could tell that's where his head's at. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. he's kind of like, I did the super lyrical thing, guys. Yeah. Like, I did it. Like, I did it to the highest. But when yeah. he did it, I just don't think there was enough understanding on deck. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it'd be that's hard. That's interesting. Because I do think he has as much raw rhyme ability as anyone in the world. Pharaoh? Oh, like, he, if, if we're doing the battle versus the aliens, he'd have to be on my yeah, team. Yeah, totally. Oh, absolutely. He would have to be. You take like absolutely. late organized confusion, like pre-Equinox, so stress era. Yeah. Pharaoh Monch. Are you kidding? You put Ooh. him up against anyone. Ooh. Yeah, totally. Killer. Yeah. Good Killer. luck, aliens. Yeah. <laughs> Monstars. <laughs> Try it again. Um, yeah, yeah. It's That's an interesting corollary, though, because they're about the same age. They've yeah. been around for roughly the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. But Black Thought's platform um, with the roots public. and mm-hmm. on TV yeah. on, a, on a daily basis – Kind of a gift and a curse. I think we're lucky. But f- yeah, I think we're lucky because he could honestly have like wrapped it up. Like mm-hmm. they get, I don't know, it's like three hundred paychecks a year. They stay in one city. Like yeah. he doesn't have to do. I was any so of happy shit. For and good them for them. Yeah, good for I was them. So happy yeah. for them. And like my mom knows who they are now. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? and they can come home. Great. Like they're not Here constantly are these touring. Forty-year-old, fifty-year-old dudes with yeah. families who've been traveling. You know what I mean? For, I'm glad forever. they have solid now, jobs and health insurance. Now that it's it comes under the employ of uh, Jimmy Fallon is a little queasy for me. It's like if Charlie Parker was part of like a Bing Crosby show. <laughs> like <laughs> it's it's un- it's unfortunate like that yeah. that is the vehicle. I wish he could like host Soul Train yeah. or something. Right. But I hear what you're saying. Yeah. If he's cool enough to pick them for that role, he kind of gets some leeway. But he's that star- ran out he's a long Starbucks. time ago. He's Starbucks. Oh, yeah, totally. It's like when you hear a dope song in Starbucks. Right. I don't give the glory to Starbucks. Right. I go, <laughs> Yes. all right, yeah, you got me. You're playing classic Hyro right now. God damn it, give me my venti latte. And Starbucks, <laughs> don't worry. You know that. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, while we're on Starbucks, why was Common in their training video and oh their racial – their racial what was happening with that. Dude. Did you guys hear it was voluntary? No. So voluntary for a billion dollars. I'm very happy to report. I don't know anyone who works at Starbucks, but I would love shout to out hear to my baristas how that <laughs> went and what anyone got out of it. And are they re- is every single one from like the airport to like the hood to the Beverly Hills really going to let anyone sit there without buying anything? Totally, totally. I don't find that is going to happen. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Howard Schultz just stepped down. He's the guy who brought mm-hmm. it to prominence. Yeah. He's going to run for president. Yeah. Is he? That's going to be one of your Democratic candidates oh in the primary phase for, for president. And this Great. was his like moment where he's like, perfect time to jump out. <laughs> push a T. I push oh. a T that. I second that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that my genuine goodness. Um, so I will comment- say, yeah. running a business-known candidate might not be the worst thing to do in the current political climate. But There was another guy who ran like, a business. Right. Amazing. Right. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it feels very Kill. fake woke. It feels very. Um... Did you say tone woke? <laughs> what did you say? It's a wild thing. <laughs> tone woke. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna change my Twitter name to tone, tone woke as soon as you guys leave. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, since we're just completely spitballing now, I saw tone woke, maybe circa 2004. Perform? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Walking down the street. A great At- mall? Like- yeah. <laughs> Doing the funky cold Medina. No, he was at the fairgrounds. Oh, it was that, a double that, bill. Of course, he was. Yeah. The New Year's Eve show with Digital <sighs> Underground and Tone Loke. Wow, what's the over under for stabbings on a New Year's <laughs> Eve show at the Santa Clara County Fairgrounds it. in the nineties? <laughs> no, but this wasn't the nineties. This is like later, later, I see, right? I see. And so he came out, and I'll never forget this. He's like, "Hey, y'all, I ain't got no new songs. I'm not here to to try to get y'all to listen to my new album or mm. no shit like that." I just got these songs right here, and let's do it. And okay. he was like, boom. Good. You guys was... like Ace Ventura? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Fire it up. I, I lo- I'll never forget that because I'm like, you know what? 
I love you for that, Tone. Yeah, you, I don't want to hear any news. You have your tomorrow. music in a proper um, context. On the flip side, Pharrell Mott, who's an infinitely better rapper, the last time I saw him, he wouldn't do any organized stuff. Mm, um, yeah. He was really pushing the new record on you. Yeah. I mean, he did. That's sort of the trade-off. He's an artist. Yeah. It's yeah. a trade-off to see like an active artist and a, you know. Versus like a. One-hit wonder. One-hit wonder entertainer. But it was just this interesting, like, okay, some, at least some artists understand they what their moment was. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I believe uh, the kids say. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. <laughs> Stay in. Like, Tone was in his, his lane. His lane is like the slow lane. Right. It's like Chris. he's so lucky the Dust Brothers blessed him with some totally. all-timer, like, totally. crisp funk beats. And he did his role. Yeah, uh, he, totally. he, has, he, a, he role. has a great voice. He, he has, has a, a great he voice. He has a great voice for that. You couldn't get away with it now, but yeah. at a particular time. Mm-hmm. Also, since we're completely spitballing, uh, Young MC, greatest ghostwriter of all time, right? Both of those delicious Very vinyl good. releases. Early Very delicious good. vinyl like, releases. Like, he's still eating off of... of those releases, right? Uh, Am I wrong? Is he not bust a move. Checks? Bust a move. It was, at a, move, it was yeah. at a time when you actually sold a lot of records. So yes, like I don't, yeah. I don't know if we talked about this on the show, but the guy who founded Delicious yeah, Vinyl. Yeah, I just strangely, I just interviewed him today. Is that the other guy? Yeah. Oh, no, no, not not the one who passed away. Well, I was like, damn, the other Dave, guy. Got some exclusives. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be on the grave exclusive, 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 exclusive. But um, that, that guy died a millionaire. That guy died yeah. with Basquiat's on his wall. Totally. The guy who founded Delicious Vinyl, and the underground wild. rap label. Yeah, that's wild. It's yeah, like, totally. That's crazy. Dave. And then towards the end of his life, he was like a recluse, and yeah, very yeah. interesting. But they literally would would be like, we want to put out records and have these beats, but there are no rappers. Who's this Tone Loke guy? Who's right. this young MC guy? Right. Oh, they have great voices. Yeah. Rap to me over the phone. Yep. That's how those records were started. And that's, you know what? And that's how it's always been. I've been on a, on a 1979 kick hmm. um, of late. Um, picked up Jeff Chang's book again. Hmm. Um, actually bought it this time. And uh, I see it has a <laughs> has a copy there. Um, rap, recorded rap started by some posers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh. Like and and there's something so dope and essential about that because as real artsy and technical and dope mm-hmm. as rap mm-hmm. is, you could literally get three guys off the street mm-hmm. and make and, and a, make a, a smash yeah. record. Make yeah. a timeless record yeah. that I memorized yeah. all 15 minutes of and can't get out of my head sometimes. Ever. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. totally. And I don't think uh, people talk enough about one of the first major rap records had like Table Manners. Right. Was at the center. <laughs> I don't think we discussed this enough in hip hop lore. <laughs> so genteel. That at the yeah. So if you ever go over a friend's house, man, there's plenty of food. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken tastes like wood. That's why oh, I'm vegetarian. Um, all right. All so right. Let's, Black, let's wrap up with a quick round of recommendations. Uh, latest Nate's picks. At my, my pick that I think more people should check out is uh, there was a good record put out a couple weeks ago by a rapper from Chicago. It's quite short. And it's uh, by Chris Crack, and it's called Let's Just Be Friends. Okay. Um, I've only listened to once or twi- through once or twice. He's a compatriot of a uh, friend of the program, Vic Spencer. Right. That's how I get put on to him. He has an interesting kind of like high register voice, uh, but it's good, dude. Okay. Like, okay. It's, I, I'm, okay. I'm feeling like it's going to find its way into the middle of my best of list. Oh, wow. Like, okay. okay. I, I really okay. like it. I think it's a, it's a solid album, a solid statement. Um, so I feel like. Some of the best feedback I've gotten from the show is that people who are listening to it who are in our world are like, it's making me listen to more rap. Yep. So I would say if you guys want to listen to some new rap that's not some like like National Enquirer bullshit and not <laughs> Black Thought, which is amazing, <laughs> listen to Chris Crack. Okay. 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 Uh, Mr. Ma. Um, th- this record, it's, it's just fresh on my mind because I just reviewed it. It's uh, by an artist named Kamal Kayla. And um, he's off of a label, it's a German funk label called Habibi Funk. And he's, mm-hmm. um, he's known as the James Brown of Sudan. Oh, wow. And so oh, they just found a couple old reels, and it's like sort of on this Ethiopian jazz, jazz but yeah. with funk rhythms and Can weird. Can you send that to me? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, hi- okay. hi- highly recommended. Um, on like some hard high life shit. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's tight. It's, I've never heard that. of them before. That's okay. awesome. So, okay. A little Arabic uh, tinges as well. What about you, D? Um... I'm gonna go with uh, Anderson Pock's new single uh, "Bubbling," mm. which um, I believe is from this record he's been working on with Dr. Dre, um, and it's it's dope because it's kind of got this Indian Bollywood sample chop, but he's doing some of the newer cadences, and I I 
He's rapping. He's rapping. Yeah. He's not singing. It's not yeah. a singing record. Yeah, he's actually he's actually yeah. chopping chopping bars and I have a love hate relationship with his voice, but it's really on this track bubbling. It is. I just re listened really to Malibu and didn't like it as much as I thought I was going to. I I like Venice. Hmm. I think is going to be the cut from for or hit the album from him hmm. for me. But I really like this new one and the video's yeah. crazy. The video's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I it's think they're so they're going they're going all in as this is the next you know. I, I I've heard thing. some like Stevie Wonder comparisons and I was like, eh, come on, you don't throw Stevie around. But he he's kind of that dude. But, give, but give it's him like, thirty years. Yeah, it, but, it's but, like well, it's well, Stevie like, was a protege. I mean, well, let me let me say this: It's like how people were like, "The weekend is like Michael Jackson." Oh, yeah, it, but that's it, sure. Let's do an analogy, like SAT class. Uh, Anderson <laughs> Pack is to Stevie Wonder as <laughs> the weekend, weekend is, is, to is to Michael Jackson. Jackson. Uh, very, but pale, one's closer though. Very pale comparison. One's a bit closer, but though, sure yeah. for our time, if you're nowhere near oh, being in, a huge, uh, you know, epical talent that's totally, going to change totally. the world and make people feel yeah. good about it, themselves it, it, for it re- forty years. It reminds me of when Alicia Keys came out and everybody's like, "Oh, she's the next Nina Simone." I'm right. like, she barely plays yeah, piano, people. Right. Totally. Let's relax. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but have you seen the the NPR Anderson Park though? It's amazing when he's oh, like drumming it? and singing. Oh yeah, yes. amazing. Yes, I I'm always really because I have no rhythm. I'm always really impressed when yeah. people can do two things at once. Yeah. That really Especially goes a long that, way with me. You know? Yeah, it's like your yeah. J Lives or E Dons who can totally. DJ and rap at the same yeah. time. I'm like, beat wow. ju- juggle and rap. Totally, yeah. that's amazing. That's totally amazing. Yes. Anyway, we like segued pretty yeah, hard. No, no, no. Song is tight. No, no. Bubbling is is dope. Back to Larry Bird. Back to Larry Bird. I I'm landing in this episode that. He could play a four or five position as a stretch <laughs> four or five. Not big minutes, but you bring him in. He can knock down that three. He stretch, He stretches the floor. I get that he's a great passer. Um, I just don't want the hate, man. I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared for Larry Bird Nation to descend upon me. So I met John Concat, guys. What are you talking about? Watch out for Bostonians. They have a lot of opinions. Absolutely. Um, all right. So all right, there, thought, dead rapper. Great. Great rapper. Top five. Top top five. Top five. Um, there's new music out. You should listen to it or try to. And um, you should keep tuning in to the Dad Bod Rap Pod. New episodes every Thursday. Follow us on Twitter. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to another dope episode of the Dad Bod Rap Pod. More fly conversation and interviews coming your way every week. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash dadbodrappod. And we're always down to interact with you on Twitter at dadbodrappod, all spelled out. Subscribe on Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes.